Good morning, St. Columbus. The Episcopal Church was our family business growing up. I was born soon after my father became Dean of St. Paul's Cathedral in Buffalo, New York, and I was only three when he was ordained a bishop. Our dinner conversations included a lot of church gossip. Also, cute choir boys, debates on the ordination of women, and news of priest and bishop friends near and far. The 1960s and 70s were a challenging era in our city, and I was proud of his leadership in civil rights. And amid multiple crises, unemployment and the environment to name two. My father felt the pain of transition in our city very deeply, but he was also extremely optimistic. His ministry and my model was one of faith and hope and love. Once I asked him how religious people hold on to faith when they've hit rock bottom, and his answer was unexpected. Sometimes he said, you just cling for a while to the fact that other people have faith. I can't say I've ever hit rock bottom, but when my father died of leukemia in 1994, I was devastated. So I clung to the fact that you all had faith, the people of St. Columbus, my new church. I clung to the music of Judy Dodge and John Hurd, the wacky musicals, the challenging questions in the adult forum, and the familiar ritual of prayer and liturgy week after week. And in the intervening 25 years, through thick and thin, along with no small number of glazed donuts, pancakes, chili, and a pig roast or two, the St. Columbus community has challenged and inspired me to question, explore, up my parenting game, and grow in a deeper relationship with God. But I don't think I can tell a faith story right now without addressing this particularly devastating past year. These months of pandemic, threats to democracy, police violence, and a long overdue racial reckoning that have all revealed a vast difference, distance between our, deal, our, our ideals and reality. Where is God at work, I've wondered, in a way that could ever turn this around? And what am I to do about it? As I've questioned, most of the familiar aspects of church that have come to ground me week to week are not in their usual spots. So I tune into Sunday sermons and daily breads, text with a few church friends, and sometimes just cling to the faith of others. I'm very eager to advance our commitment to become an anti-racist church. And what has continued to beam out to me from St. Columbus is, I realize, perhaps what is most important, the message of faith and hope and love. A few months ago at work, as part of my organization's years-long racial justice journey, we were asked to write down a personal mantra to ground our intentions, remind us of purpose, and help us show up authentically and with courage for brave conversations. I'm not very good at responding to these kinds of questions on the spot, but that day mine came to me immediately. Live God's love. This year I've learned we were never promised it would be painless being accountable, finding hope and truth and love 
can be painful. So my faith story is of a journey that continues in this painful and hopeful time. I look forward to seeing you all in person and returning to some grounding rituals sometime this year. And until then, I will travel on exploring how I can live God's love.